guys lock into this episode of Tea and Waffles, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Tea and Waffles Pod. So that's the letter T and Waffles P O D. You can find us on, on Twitter as well with the same name. Um, and make sure that when you're listening on all audio streaming platforms, make sure to give us a like, comment, uh, subscribe, and give us a review as well. We'd like to know if you've enjoyed this episode um, and make sure to stay locked in. But yeah, um, what was I even saying? I, I was I was literally just in Stratford, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and we was recording this the shoot. It was it, it was like for it was like for a promo for 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 the podcast, the the Audio Labs podcast, um, and like you know they, they were like, oh, create like a little bio, like like, like a little um, like a little small script for you to introduce the podcast in it, yeah. and then you had to come up with like five facts about all the people that I was talking about and then I had like a child actor in it so so it's so like we was uh, actually no, I won't talk, talk too, too much about that we'll wait for, for, for that, that piece to come out all right, but, um, all right. no spoilers no you can't, no, can't no, give away no too spoilers. much man oh, you gotta pay for the shit man hey, free, <laughs> <laughs> but fam you, you, see, you see, being on camera, it's not easy man uh, it's not like it, it's, a, it's, a, it's you have to adjust because like some people like being behind it like making all the magic happen and be like yeah there you go yeah but to just to be on the other side where you're talking and you gotta like, put yourself out there yeah it's a daunting experience especially if you're not used to it yeah so, uh, yeah i can definitely understand where you're coming from there because for me one thing which i struggled a little bit with was um was like being being natural but without like just like trying not to be forced on, on camera because yeah, no, exactly I'm, I'm like trying to say some things uh, and I'm trying to make sure that it's clear and everyone understands what I'm saying but at the same time I don't want to be like BBC News nah you know what I'm saying we, we, we don't want that you want you you want to put yourself out there exactly but it's difficult though how do, how do you strike, strike the balance out I think oh. when I'll give you an example so like take for example my platform I just let whatever I want go because mm. that's my platform like, that's my space no one can tell me what is right and wrong i'll decide obviously there are clear black and white right and wrong but <laughs> after that yeah do whatever but when it's like let's take for example itv it was weird because i was like i want i want to be myself but especially being black i'm not trying to be the person being like oh why is it always black guys embarrassing us yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, and I'm also... Oh, I, actually, wait. Bef- before you, s- you say that, it's probably good if, if we give a little bit of context to, 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 to what you mean about, like, ITV and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, how did you end up on ITV? So, ITV now, I ended up doing a reality TV show, dating show, of course, called Ready to Mingle. Came out after Love Island, September. It was on for a month. And, yeah, that was... September 2021 and it's April 2022 so it's been a couple of months yeah and yeah that's how I ended up on being on TV and it was a it was a good experience I learned quite a lot about myself and I learned just that whole TV environment like forget the dating like people say oh do you go there to meet someone or the money or anything like that and there's always a slight possibility you may meet someone, someone yeah. but a couple, couple people have. Of course, like, like, of um, course. Like, 
but in such a controlled environment where they dictate what is happening, yeah. your likelihood of ever meeting someone in such a format or such a platform is slim to none. Mm. So it's more, okay, you're going to go on there, but you need to do whatever you can to put your best foot forward because that could be the thing that changes your life. And you only have to look at Molly May and her multi-million pound Pretty Little Thing. Is it Pretty Little Thing? Yeah, it's Pretty Little she's, she's, yeah. she's a creative, creative director. director. Yeah, PLT, yeah. multi-million pound business b- yeah business contract but she, but she she doesn't own it she she's essentially like what the the figurehead of it yeah she does she's yeah. face she's she, she face. face exactly they, yeah yeah you know any little pr thing whatnot launch anything they send molly may and yeah. she will like front all the campaigns and talk to media about plt yeah so yeah well, so you, you see with that though is creative director the right name though i think like, I, I, I know it's, it's, a, it's a difficult question because, like, she doesn't create... Do, has, she got a, has she got a collection? Does she, like... I think... Create create anything? Or, or is it she she's just, like, the face of it and then when when they talk about... Or, or maybe, like, they, they had, like, a pre-designed line and, and then just put her name on, on it. it. Yeah, and she might just come in with a little tweaks and here and there just to put the Molly May exactly. thing on there. Yeah. But I wouldn't say she's sitting on Adobe Creative Suite <laughs> <laughs> with a laptop, yeah. mouse, keyboard, creating the designs and doing all the tech packs and yeah. all that stuff. I, I don't think that's what she's doing. Yeah. So I think it's more of a case of she's the face, she might come in with like, oh, can you just do this, do that? And they'll come back and she might just rubber stamp it sort of. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I, I got the impression that it, it was that kind of, that vibe as well. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was it was like having, it was basically like having a, an ambassador, in it? Yeah. More, more than anything. Yeah, I think like, that's the best way to describe it. She's yeah, like the ambassador, ambassador yeah. yeah. But she, she's done well for herself in, yeah. in terms of like leveraging um, her position where, where she was on, on Love Island. Yeah. And then sort of like transitioning that sort of, um, that boost to her socials and that attention and everything like that into financial opportunities for her. Like, she's she done really, really well. Yeah, of course. Really, yeah, really you've well. got to give the devil a juice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we've, we've already spoke about the yeah, 24 yeah, yeah, yeah. hours 24 already hours on here. The the pod. Yeah, come on. But, man. you know, in I terms of... <laughs> shout her out, man. But in terms of transitioning from Love Island into becoming an entrepreneur and actually someone that isn't just Oh, Molly May from Love Island. It's it's really hard. Mm. And if you look at that sort of crew or that sort of people that have been on Love Island, it's mm. coming up to a decade now, like Love Island's been doing is, this. Is it, is it a decade now? It's coming up to like, they're in season eight, season, season seven next. Season seven or eight now? Yeah. You know, so they've been doing that thing. That is mad, you know. 2000 and maybe 15? Yeah. For the first season, bear in mind, I was like, it's a reboot of Love, Love Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Years Aye, back. Do, do, you, do you remember that, that Love Island? Vaguely. I was a kid, like, vaguely when it came on, yeah, but that, like, that, it that flopped. Was, that was like... Um, celebrities. What, what, was, was it Marlin and uh, and all those, or was it before then? Before then, like, that was like celebrities. Like, it was cele- before it was like celebrities that used to go on Love Island. Yeah. In the early 2000s, mid to early 2000s. Then they canned it and just rebooted it with normal people and influencers and the social media. And like ITV hit the lick with that one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Because, because uh, you see, for me, this is, this is also 
another bone to pick with, with like all these um all all these new like British reality TV shows. Is it you see like um the people that they bring on, they just need to bring on regular people now, isn't it? So exactly, this is the thing. So when I I refer back to when I did Ready to Mingle, yeah, and I look at some of the people that are on there, like you look across the board, like we are exceptional. We're like. Like the average person doesn't look like us. Yeah. Doesn't do what we do. Yeah. Don't I don't know have a social media presence or anything like that. And if you look back to what reality TV, if you go strip it back to the bare bones, like that the big reality TV when we were growing up was Big Brother, X Factor. Yeah. Britain's Got Talent. Try and think what else there was. And all of those sort of shows. Yeah, but I think those those are like the big ones. Yeah, like, yeah. And you look at Big Brother, like Big Brother's met set to make a comeback. You had like Jackie fifty two smoking fifty packs a day, who <laughs> lived in Scumthorpe, who was just swearing, effing, and black. That was TV. Yeah. Now you're coming in. Now you look at all the things, and it's, it's all a bit sanitized. Sanitized, and yeah. like a lot, a lot of the people that are on reality TV are not far off finished products in terms of. A brand might just say, yeah, go on, we'll take that. Yeah. Or like, oh, jump on uh, this podcast or jump on this clothing brand or jump on that show. Mm. You know, if you look at Molly May, Molly May came in with 80K yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Before, before like, she's an out-and-out influencer. Like, she's, in most people's eyes, clear. Yeah. Like, she was getting, like, small, small brand deals, little well, collabs. That, that was happening, like... Um, later on in in sort of like the podcast journey that's right it's a podcast the the love island journey like uh, i feel like at the beginning they did have known people but it wasn't they weren't like super duper known yeah uh, as, as soon as like people started to get brand deals yeah and actually like start to commercialize off the success of yeah. the show because it got so big like they it, it would make sense for them to essentially put in ready cooked people like and and then just fling them into the show. Yeah. Like, uh, because uh, essentially, like, that's what people go there for. They, 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 they go for people who are good looking, um, maybe ha- have a little bit of uh, charisma or, 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 or like, well, actually, I feel like quite a lot of them have, have like a bit of charisma about them. Yeah. Like, or, or, yeah, or like, it got to be like, like personality. Quality, yeah. yeah, yeah you've got to have some sort of personality. Comfortable in front of the cameras. Camera. Yeah. Like, I can, you know, one thing about me is, um, like, I don't, like ninety five percent of the time, I'm a chill guy. Yeah. Then the five percent hothead, I'm off. Yeah. And then when I was ready to mingle, like I I boiled over, like I absolutely like lost mm. my head. Yeah. You know? And I'm there having a go at these two guys, telling them to like effing and blind, suck your mum this. That <laughs> 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 like, basically oh. coming on a who's on what thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, on the prime time TV and. And that's the sort of people they do want. Yeah. Like, how, how, how did they take that, the producers? Like, I know when the... <laughs> regardless of what they say, when that ran, the producers put they hit the lick. Really? Yeah, that was... Like, they ran that clip over and over again when they were promoting the show. <laughs> Obviously, at the time when it happened, I was shook. People were going to think, angry black guy, right, yeah. right, 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 right. But in all in all, like, it was war, like when it came out, it was like a war over Duck's back and it, okay. it wasn't really that deep in the end. And I think that's probably the difference between you do a show, you come out, you wait for it to be released and a Love Island 
or a big brother mm. is if you do something, you don't know if it's going to be seen that day. Yeah. But because you don't know, it's like you, 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 you don't have to worry about it because you're like five next time something else has happened, everyone's forgotten about what you did. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But when yeah. you're on like, you do something, you wait for it to come out and you're waiting like everyone else, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting to see and that's probably the most anxious part about it. Does everything that you even do even come out? No, oh my God. So when I watch the show, like I, like I must confess, I haven't actually watched the show from start to finish yet. You haven't? Nah, really? I, nah I have to confess. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to it when like all the smoke has died down. Yeah. And I can just watch it like, like on like on a, on my ones and I'm gonna watch it like a proper like I wanna completely forget. Yeah. So I don't remember anything, so I wanna be like So okay, cool. So, so, so like you're you're enjoying it like it's brand new. Yeah, it's brand new. Okay. Exactly. Cool, That's why cool, I haven't cool. watched it back. Yeah. But from you know, the couple of episodes I did do watch when it was coming out, um, not majority of it isn't shown. Mm. Like you have to they have to clip twenty four hours in forty five minutes. Yeah. So a lot of conversations just get it's only twenty five minutes. 45 minutes. Oh, 45, sorry. So I, 45 I was, I was minutes, thinking, because yeah. I, I, I watched the, the show. Yeah. I, I think it was definitely longer than 25. No, so. it was 45 my minutes bad, bad. and 24 hours, and they have clipped, and it was basically, one episode was one day, mm. and they clipped it down into 45 minutes. So a lot of conversations, a lot of things we do, just, just they binned it off. Yeah. So there'll be stuff that we did that we think would be really cool, and we were laughing about it. Mm. We go on to watch the show, it was like, they didn't even, they didn't even get mentioned. Like, there was some elimination task where we have to like write some poems or something it didn't it didn't even make final cut yeah at all you wouldn't even know we did it wow we you wouldn't even know we did it i was just a bit like but i i guess like so for me like in in a role of like running this podcast i know what i want to try and get out of a conversation and yeah. i and i know like how to try and well I aim, anyway. <laughs> I aim to, to, to try and, like, um, deliver it in a way in which, like, it's listenable, innit? Yeah. So, like, producers have the exact same task as well. So say, TV. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if you want to create 45 minutes worth of, of TV and you have 24 hours worth of, of footage, you've got to decide on what your storyline is. For that day. For that day. Yeah. And then you have to chop it up accordingly. To make sense. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And and, and then think about it. What, in that show, like how, how many, there was what? One girl and what was it? Eight? Um, so at the start, it, we started with 12, one girl, 12 guys. Yeah. Then at one point it was like, <laughs> yeah, like 10. crazy title. <laughs> honestly, you said a title like that, people like, what an after you sign up for coming like Paddington Station <laughs> <laughs> yeah you say that and people are like what like then you explain it you break it down it's, it was quite it's like it, was, it, was, it wasn't as crazy as it first sounds yeah so like there's so should, many should, should, should we actually do that first what um, like break it down a, a little bit like tell tell um, listeners what the show was actually about so but before we do that <laughs> okay before okay, we do okay. that Good morning, good evening, salutations, people. You're tuning in for another episode of Tea and Waffles with your host, Tommy Dixon, the host who does the absolute most. They got wheelops. <laughs> so I try to throw some ad libs quick. <laughs> I, I, I see something to go, Mommy! <laughs> Just in the background, yeah, young, young Migos, too. Um, 
But yeah, I've, I haven't done that one for a little while. It's been it's been, it's been like a like, like a month. Uh, yeah, we've been on a hiatus. You, we've been on a hiatus. So sorry, people. Um, but we are back. We are back. I've got an episode this week, and I've got an episode for you guys next week, all lined up. So hopefully there will be shorter breaks. But first of all, um, we're inside this episode now. I wanted to introduce the guest who's been on a few times. It's number three uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Re- resident man. I, resident, I, might, yeah, I man. might need to pitch up a little spot so, now. I want to be. I want to bring, bring, bring your, your um, cushion, man. Like <laughs> chill, <what> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's John Okafor as usual. He's back in the building, um, and, and we're here to, to to talk a little bit about the things that we missed off in the second episode that we did because I only booked an hour of time um, like Egypt but we're, we're, we're back in again we're going to be talking about um, everything uh, ready to mingle um, as well as a couple other things as well but before we do that I wanted to ask my brother because I've just seen the kicks on my feet what are you wearing today let the people them know uh, wearing some SB Dunks UNC just, you know, summer's around the corner. I just throw myself something nice, innit? Okay, yeah, the baby blues, I see you. What do you know, man? I thought, yeah, summer's around the corner. It's time to up the kick game, up the drip. Yeah. Speaking of drip, we'll talk about that later. Yes, sir. We'll talk about drip and okay. all of that stuff. But, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, today's footwear, kicks of the day. Okay, no, but I think they're super clean, man. Yeah, man, I've been, yeah, I, think, I like them. I think it's, it's so funny when, you know... Back in the day, like, I remember I had a pair of dunks, but, like, they weren't really a, a shoe like that. Nope. Then Travis Cop wore them, boom. Yeah. Another another stratosphere. Now, sneakers up, you're just there, and 8 a.m., if you miss the drop, forget That's about cool. it. Yeah. You have to pay three bills for another pair and anything like that, but... I got some people out there like that looked after me and uh, yeah that's really so, it. What you got a source like that? Yeah, I, like I had to pay a little bit more than retail, but I wasn't paying free bills. That's calm. That's I'm calm. I'm not paying free bills. Yeah. Like especially now with everything I'm doing at the moment, paying free bills for trainers is just not justifiable expense right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually wearing. Uh, the, the, the cocainas, the Air Force Ones. Them things, now, they are the real... Forget, if you people that listen and you know anything about economics, yeah? You've got the CPI, the, com- the Consumer Price Index, yeah? Let me land. Let me land. <laughs> it's the measure... It's the, it's the way they measure inflation, yeah? yeah? Forget that. The price of those things, white Air Force Ones, <laughs> 18 months, I saw that go from £70 to a bill. Yeah, crazy, crazy. I watched that happen over, like overnight. Like I was like, "What? One bill? Like, cause I want to, I want to get some new white ones." Cause I heard they even more than that now. I, I heard some, some some resellers are doing it for like one seventy or something. Like what? It's insane. I'm like, what is going on? This was a seventy pound crap. Yeah, RRP's gone gone up to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. You got to pay, it and it's always out of stock. Always out of stock. All year, all year out of stock. And, like, uh, unless you, you catch the mad ASOS thing where, yeah. where they restock, like, and then and then your size is out. If if you're like nine and a half onwards, yeah, like like to, to maybe like eleven, completely out of stock. Always, always. always. I just that's the real measurement of inflation in this country. Like, hundred percent. I could have been. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's it's nuts like how how the price has just consistently risen uh, and I, I don't think it's going to stop nah, now because they know people will keep paying the peas 
pe- people will, will buy them in bulk because they know that they're gonna go out of stock. Hundred percent. And, and and Nike know that that, that is just, that's a cash cow now. Yeah. And it's not stopping for I don't see that stopping for a good couple of years, man. Like why Air Forces is like you go to any Instagram fashion page or any sh- lookbook, there. Yeah, because it's, it's clean, man. You, you can fling it with anything. Yeah, it's absolutely the, anything. Well, I think it's probably the most versatile crap, like in the game. Like you could put that on a on a tuxedo, yeah. and it doesn't look out of place. Like yeah. you'd be like, oh yeah, cool, you're 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 looking fashionable. Yeah. Who who is it that that, that has like a, a pair of of like white Air Force ones for like every? Is it common? I, I, I think it's it's common. Common who, uh, who who has like a white Air Force One for like every day of the. He has maybe like like a hundred pairs of, of like white Air Force Ones. Ooh, I think I've it's heard common. this. I think it's common. I've heard this. But I, I, I know a few men that, that do that. Yeah. Just have bear. Yeah. You got your beat ups for the raves. Yeah. <laughs> your beat ups for the raves. You know you're gonna go raving. You know someone's gonna mash on your foot. Yeah. They're your beat ups. Like they're the ones you fling on. You go to the shop. Boom. Mm. Quick little excursions. That you might have. Your couple fresh ones for certain events, right? I'm gonna look drippy for a date night, yeah. Or I'm going to an event, yeah. a show, or you know, you're, you're gonna be in somewhere. You wanna look the business, yeah. That, that one's got no crease in it whatsoever. Ever. Like straight back into the box as yeah. soon as the, as soon as that done, whack, 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 straight back so, into yeah, the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just on deck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, hundred, hundred, hundred. Like I've. To be honest, I, I don't think I could have like five pairs. Nah, nah, nah. But that's I, ridiculous. I, I, I would have like uh, I, I think you're gonna say three in it. No, nah, not three. You're gonna say two. three. I could have two. I could have two. Two, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I could have one, one for the beater, and 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 then one, one, one for like uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's my my lady on my arm in it. Yeah, the, 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 the one's just in the streets. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a raven shoe. Yeah, it's a raven shoe. Raven, raven shoe. Young, young, young. Um, not in your carnival. That is that. If you go with your freshest crepes, they're coming back black. Yeah. If you go not in here and nice crepes, so you need you need something like that. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like for me, I a hundred percent agree with you. I, I I think like the Air Force One is like the most versatile. But a lot of people, I, I've, I've tried to do the whole comparison of like, would you take an Air Force One? Would you take a Jordan One? Or would you take a Dunk? Uh, and mm. and you see like the whole mm. dunk thing like like now dunks have kind of become like the sort of go to like you walk around and you just see bare people with dunks. Everyone's got dunks now. And the pandas, God goodness gracious, the pandas, man, them need to leave that one. <laughs> they they they're becoming the new ZX Flux. <laughs> no, they're man, not coming. The new no, ZX Flux. No, they're not. Leave that shit. Tommy, you're way off there. That, that is shit. not the new ZF. Nah, the pandas. Bro, they are. Don't the, everyone's nah, feet. They, nah. They've had about 50 different restocks. <laughs> Fam, you can't call it a restock. You're just stocking. It's no re-up, bruv. New <laughs> ZF Flux. Damn. That's so peak. Because like, the, the ZX Flux fall off was... Yeah. It was astronomical. Like, that was a crap. That was up there with Roshi. Like, I remember those two were going for bar for bar in the streets. Yeah. Then the fall off, boom. I was like, that is a stock crap. 
thrashed. Like, oh, 100%. But they still, they still, I just still make him. They still, still make him. Yeah, I see him. You go in JD, they're still shifting a couple. Yeah. Really? Yeah, could they're, be the guys. They're, like, they're, they're reporting that they're shifting 50 units, but it's only about two. <laughs> it's only about two, I promise they're shifting you. a couple units. I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, bro, you still stop them crepes. I, I, I remember after, I think it was, it was like Nella Rose and uh, and like, um, she, she was still making videos in uni. I still remember that, 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 um, that uh, video where they were talking about things that people need to leave behind in whatever yeah. I think it was like 2019 or 2018 yeah. or whatever it was. I just remember them talking about the ZX Flux. All the man them, they all left it behind. They left it. They, <laughs> they ain't seen my it. foot. That ZX Flux, they ain't seen my foot in years. <laughs> they ain't seen my foot in years. I, I never ever got one. I, I like, I stayed away from the hype. But I was I was so close. But they were there, like it was so a, close. it was there, like everyone was wearing it, like yeah. functions, whatnot. Them and Roshi's and Blazers. Oh, the Roshi. Those three Ooh. trainers, Roshi's, Blazers, and Fluxes. Those three shirts in like the mid tens. Yeah, they were, they were, they were popping, and they just all just fell off. Nike yeah. stopped making the Roshi. Like you can't, like they just don't make them anymore. Well, they stopped. They actually, stopped. They don't make oh, them at all. Really, Roshi runs don't make them at all. As far as I know, blazers here and there. I think yeah. it's for like the chic people. Mm. Yeah, like them like flare trousers and oh yeah yeah, yeah dreamcatcher yeah. and all of that stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Then like the ZX fluxes. Whew, you better, I better not see you on road today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. There, there were some some trainers during that time period that were absolutely keeping everyone in a headlock. I, I think for me it was ZX Flux. It was the Roshi's. I completely forgot about the Roshi, the, the, the Roshi runners, the Vapor Maxes, because the Vapor Maxes had just like they, they were kind of up and coming during during that time. Yeah. Um, also, the ninety sevens as well made yeah. a huge comeback. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then kind the of bullet like shoe. yeah, the bullet shoe, the, 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 um, the, the, the silver one, yeah, yeah the yeah, silver the one, shoe. and and then the, the Sean Weatherspoons, the, yeah, the, the, the ninety sevens. Mm, that Sean Weatherspoon, that's a serious crap. Crazy. The Sean Weatherspoon, like, that's a sick. Yeah. I'll pay good peas. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was it was those that. two personally for me that revived like ninety sevens. Then yeah. you start seeing everyone wearing ninety yeah, yeah, sevens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, but um, but yeah. What 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 else was was I I don't think there was much. I think Jordan ones were, Jordans were were, were kind of popping, but but they weren't really popping like 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 they were. It, it was more like Yeezy was Yeezy popping. had it. Three fifties yeah. had Mandem in a headlock. Yeah, Mandem. Yep. Um, seven hundreds were just coming out as yep. well. Um, with, with like the the hospital blues, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and all those, and and then obviously the wave runner had come yeah. out around that time too as well. Um, this needs to be changed to to, to a trainer conversation. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christy, sorry, sorry, I entered, I entered my bag, I entered my bag, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but there, there was there was a couple of things like like popping in. I remember like Yeezy, like that was around the time where, where like the zebras had just come out. The frozen yellows had come out. The blue tints had come out. Yep. The um, what's what's the grey ones? The belugas had come belugas, out. The, but yeah. beluga V2s had come out. Um, yeah, but like that 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 period of, of uni. Oh my Mads. goodness! Oh my Mads. goodness! Yeah, everyone was like, it, it it was it was like kind of like the gym shoe kind of mm, period. Like, yeah. Like, like it, it, when people take took gym drip serious. Yes. Like people take their gym drip real, real serious. So yeah. it's like they were the crossovers. And I think just on the Jordan one before 
probably have to da- move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the best way to describe Jordan's up until the last two years was Jordan was always a shoe. I think in the States, that was big. Mm. And one thing I always noticed, even people would say with the music or just culture is the UK is always about two or three years behind the yeah. States. And like the Jordans had always been there, like Jordan 4s, Jordan 11s, like the Concords, all that. People knew about them, yeah. Bro. People, like, like, people yeah. to get them crepes. They were, yeah. you see them on road and that, but people, they weren't must haves. Yeah. Then, I don't know, now in the last two, two and a half years, Jordan 1s, highs and lows, yeah. dunks, highs and lows. Yeah. That is, that if you don't have that in your wardrobe, forget about it. You're not serious about drip. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> no, Instagram drip. Yeah. I, I, I think like, on, on, on like a regular one, like you can have them, but like uh, at the same time, I, I don't think it's it's essential. Nah, I don't nah, think nah. it's I don't think it's essential. But like I, I think everyone should just kind of flock to to whatever kind of style fits them in it. But 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 for me, like the the rise that that Jordans had, like kind of really came out the blue because because like my my brother was wearing like the black cements and the white cements like. When I was in, when I was in like year year ten, like yeah, year, yeah, 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 cool. like, but they're just there, isn't it? Yeah, like 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 crap, just there. Yeah, but like, but it, it, that that wasn't really the wave. I I, I remember I got my um, Jordan Four, um, the white platinums. I I, I got them. I I think I've, I waited like maybe to like late in the day, like because because you know now it's eight a.m. If it's not eight a.m., it's gone in it. I mean, I bought mine when I went to the cinema and it was like 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, because it was just there. Like the crepe was just, You just go to the shop, buy a crepe or come out. Like you, it wasn't like, if I'm not on the sneakers app, if I don't get this crepe, forget about it. I've got to go to StockX to get it again. Yeah. No, I was yeah. like, I'll go to JD. Oh, you got any 13s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or go to the JD in East. If you want them that badly, they got him, boom, do a click and collect. That's it. You know, I was yeah. Like, yeah, it was, it was nice and simple. Yeah, nice man. and simple. But, but, the game's but, but changed, it, man. The, I was just about to say that the game, the game has, has changed. changed. The man. game has changed. But even though the game has changed, the conversation now must change. <laughs> and now <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to bring bring us back to um, to ready to mingle. Mm. So um, before we talk a little bit about your experience, even though we've, we've kind of talked a little bit about it now, um, just just kind of give a little bit of background to to like what ready to mingle was like, like kind of like. The, the headliner of of of, um, of what the show show the was premise. About in the, yeah, the, the premise, premise basically yeah so the premise of the show was one girl twelve guys breezy <laughs> sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry one guy one girl twelve guys and some of the guys were actually in relationships. And they were working with their girlfriend and boyfriend to con this girl mm. out of 50 bags. Yeah. And if the girl at the end picked someone else in a relationship, she got zero peas and the guy and the partner got 50 bags. Mm. And if she picked someone else single, they split the 50 bags. So yeah. 25, 25. And it lasted. So filming was two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks, three weeks, and the show aired for a month, Monday to Friday for four weeks in September twenty twenty one. So that was really it, and that was the uh, where 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 was it set? Because it was set set by the coast, wasn't it in England? Yeah. So 
initially the show was set in Torquay in a three and a half pound million mansion. Yeah, the mansion was unreal. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people are really chopping life in the UK, man. Is it? Yeah, some the people. said Torquay. Like, cause you, you see some of these areas, like... Some people are chopping You, you never life. just... You never go. But honestly, if you have peas, and I understand where... If you have the peas like that, you go and live somewhere like that because you don't want to be bothered. Like, mm. So, yeah, the, the gaff was unbelievable. And the whole experience was... It's a great experience in terms of, like, in terms of what I found out about myself. I know it sounds like a cliche. Like, you obviously go there... And there's always, a, like I said before, there's always a slim chance you might meet someone. Mm. But in such an environment, you know, realistically, don't don't go in there thinking that's going to happen. Don't go looking for love, man. No, because you, you're setting yourself a downfall. Yeah. In such an environment where producers control so much of the narrative, yeah. you're kind of at their whim yeah. sort of thing. So, like, the love thing, nah, it's just... But do you, do you, do you think that was... Um, the case for your situation because uh, I guess like it's 12, 12 guys and, yeah. and just one person you, you you potentially only have like there's there's only one realistic person you can have a a, a connection with generally. oh yeah of course where, where's where's that say for example if you was on Love Island or that, like like where where there's like a rotation of people that you have different it's a, connections yeah, it's with a revolving door like you don't like that person move on sort of thing yeah, yeah. exactly so, so so like is it is it more likely that you can actually genuinely like form a, a good relationship with someone like that on, on a show like Love Island um, so yeah if you're doing obviously I've not done Love Island or anything like but in terms of that in in such a scenario where there's 12 people all vying for her attention and living in the gaff plus doing challenges plus like your your window of opportunity is like so small mm. and if you fumble it forget about it you're going home the next day like yeah. if you fumble it and everyone comes in at like different like things in terms of cool she's attracted to you but you might not have that romantic thing or she's attracted to you and you might have the romantic thing or she's not attracted to you and she might feel cool or she's not attracted to you and don't think you're cool so yeah you're probably going to fit in at one of those four spots so i fit in somewhere in between like like we're probably like cool she thought it was good looking, but that romantic connection wasn't there. But we became like brethren. Yeah. And we were just like, how did that one feel? So like, in, no, in in it, everyone's like, raw, like Johnny boy, don't lie, <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, raw, like in the end, like you two just make it look like you just you just there vibes in. And I was like, yeah, man, like I'm not really one to force things. If it ain't there, it ain't there. I'm not gonna be like. Yeah, and I hear, I hear you like, loud. I hear you loud. Ducking and diving. I think more than anything. I was just there like, rah, let me prove I'm single just because like, there's 25 bags if she mm. thinks I'm single. That's why I got to the final and I needed one 25 bags. And I was like, I was like this close to doing 25K. I was like, with my hand on them. Bags, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, she's a cool girl, man, she's cool. But um, yeah, so it, it's one of them ones where like, it is what it is, man. Like, you can't be for everybody, but you know, I always say, I always, always use this energy is like, like, some people like milky tea, some people like dark teas and coffee, some people like it with a splash, some people like two sugars, one sugar. It doesn't mean your tea's bad. Yeah. It doesn't mean your coffee's bad. It just, you're not for that taste. Yeah. And you keep moving. Yeah. No, I hear that. That's I hear it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, but like, sometimes, 
uh, I, I guess uh, for some people, it's it's difficult to 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 know that you're just not someone's flavor, in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because it's because like it, it's exactly what, what you said. Like, not everyone is going to be acquired to your taste, in it. Yeah. For me, my brother. I like y'all who like me, fam. It's a good start. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If, if, you, like, if, if you like me, cool. That like, yeah, I can, let me see if I can work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've got room to manoeuvre, innit? Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm not a forcer, innit? Like, like you see men that will be grafting. Fighting for their life. For why? Like, it's okay to miss out, man. You're not going to die. Yeah. Say, 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 for example, if, if like you're, you're chatting to, to this one person or, or you're, like, you're dealing with, with maybe only a couple people, like... You kind of lose sight of the bigger picture that there's actually bare people out there. Yeah, you know, but it's all about just finding your person. Like when you find your person, jobs are good and you can just relax. Yeah, but 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 like I think, um, what's interesting about you on that show is that you have to try and find your person whilst the nation watches, <laughs> which, which which is a much uh, more difficult task because, uh, like, how how did you find, um, obviously like. You're a confident brother in it. Like yeah. talk, talk, talking to girls is calm in it. But like talking to girls when you've got a camera, mm. a whole production crew, eleven other men inside the house who, who are probably gossiping about. Yeah, what, yeah what, man, what, everyone's what, on the gossiping thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But uh, but then also like you're 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 very aware that that you're you're not, you're not just doing it in the confines of this house. You you know that whatever you're you're um, you're doing or, or what's being done. Is being shown to the masses. Yeah, How was that like? No, I think when you're dropping your game, like you know, no clangers, man. You can't have no howlers. I think some some guys were having howlers. Yeah. Some people had a few clangers in terms of dropping game, but like you can only really just drop you like dropping game. There's no like I just have to do me. Like if it ain't me and the the public think I'm I'm, I'm moist, <laughs> <laughs> or I got game like and what the streets gonna still gonna love me, man. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> there's a lot of that, like you just drop your, you have to just drop your game and just forget about it, you know. Like obviously some people are in there, and if you if they, you know, that can get that can get real stressful. Cameras are it's a stressful place, and like trying to gauge, like it's hard not to think about it in terms of trying to gauge that public reaction, mm. especially when when prior to the show came out and it got released. Yeah. In terms of ITV released it, like the public backlash was vicious. Really? Real vicious. They really hated the show. Even before we filmed the single day of the episode. So um, it was on quite a lot of the meme pages. They picked up on it. And people were saying, how can you go in a show where girls are being cheated on and this girl doesn't know who's trying to lie to her and she could lose all of this money mental health and we hadn't even started the done a day's worth of filming and like all of us in this chat who had done the filming and have come out and you know we, would, we got together and we we're sharing this stuff and we were like damn like people really are like grilling the show like yeah and we were like i was really taken aback in terms of raw like what have i signed up to and i only really took comfort knowing I was just telling the truth sort of thing like I'm not trying to twang this girl I'm not trying to hustle this girl out of her peas so with all of that going on in your head you're just like that's mad this bro. could be explosive yeah because that that's that's the format of the show like like yeah. you're, you're not responsible for the format of the show no of course like and everyone that in it knows what's going on the girl knows that she could lose 
all the peas. Yeah. She could see no peas whatsoever. Yeah. She could, she knows that she could select someone. Last episode, those doors open and his girl walks down or his boyfriend, we'll touch on that, um, could walk down them stairs and that's that 50, 50 bags just vanishes it in thin air and that was it. And it was always, mm. all of that was a waste of time. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, because like for me, that's that's like what? I, I don't think that's that's mad. I don't think it's a mad concept. No. So I'm I'm surprised that, that people like had had an issue with it. But or, or is it is it just one of those situations where like people don't really have an issue with it, but they just want to be it, mad about something. something yeah, okay. yeah, like a lot of people didn't really they missed the concept until like it got properly formally announced on ITV and stuff, and people were just making assumptions and you know people retweet retweeting and whatnot. And the host Catherine Ryan got. Sp- Bear abuse. Really? People are saying, how could you do such a show? I thought you're all about women empowerment. Oh, come Rare on, man. Tear, tear. I, Catherine, Catherine Ryan is is like, she's she's good energy, man. Yeah, she's good vibes, man. Yeah. Like, if Catherine Ryan's doing something, you know it's like, it's not going to be time that's going to be wayward. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Her, her heart's in a good place. Yeah. So, it was all, that was bare stuff, man. Bare, bare stuff. That's mad. So, so, wait, so how, how did, how did you, you, you take to that to that reaction then? I think at the time it was just like raw, okay. Then I was just talking to some people. It was like, did, did you have access to your to your phone in there, or was it, or was it like nothing? You can't, you couldn't even know what the time was. Really, you didn't know what the time was. Yeah. So 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 uh, you you man are just doing an old school, just just watching the, the, the sundown, the sun. <laughs> sunrise. Right, it's May, so it, at this time it has to be roughly ten o'clock. They're trying to figure out the winter solstice. Yeah. <laughs> it's about ten o'clock, roughly. <laughs> The sounds are like, here, it's me, you're looking at... But it was, it was, yeah, because for them, they wanted to make sure that they wanted to control the day because if you know the time, it's easy just to slip into a routine because of the filming and whatnot. They had to control everything because you might have to go away for tasks and challenges and all that stuff, so yeah. Yeah. So so, so how, how packed was, was that your day then? Or, or was it literally just like, you might get up and then it's, it's like step by step. Okay, cool. This person needs to go talk to that person. This this person needs... You guys need to go have breakfast at this time. Yeah. Then as soon as after that, we have a challenge over there. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, after yeah, yeah, like yeah. It, 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 it is quite similar to that, as you described. So, like, in the morning, they might say, right, you two... Like, it's not scripted, but, like, can you just pick up your conversation from what you had last night because we think it was quite good. So, you start talking about it in terms of that. Then, like, meal times are... Uh, regulated so they'll tell you when you eat mm. and can you choose where you eat no nah, like you had to, they would send you a list and you have to just pick for that day oh okay, the food yeah. was calm like the food was calm and they had bare snacks yeah because like me and this other brother hakeem that brother was wedged <laughs> me and him were just we were just we need food like we're like we're trying to eat yeah uh, you two were like the biggest brothers in there right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't talk there was this one scene yeah that had to be busted up what was you in the doorway, innit? And you were just like, you were just flexing up the damn plate. I was just like, all right, this, see, see, this is why you can't have, have none of the men them on screen. Like, they're going to start acting up, bro. They're start acting up, <laughs> oh, man. No, but it, it, was, it was sick to, to, to see you on there, though. But, like, you was you was in your element. Like, I, I could tell, like, because cause I've, I've met you a couple of times, innit? You're just, you're just calm, innit? You're calm. So, so like, when, when you went up on screen... Uh, and like uh, I, I saw you, you, you come down um, the, the the stairs, 
when like um Catherine Ryan like like announced you, I just saw that yeah, I just saw you up with your shirt on button. I said, he's trying to flex it. No, so so I, every time people talk about it, I have to run the context behind it. <laughs> oh, so, of course, it's context. Go on. So what happened was, a couple of days prior, you meet with a stylist who will sort your drip out for the entrance. Oh, is it? Yeah. So she sorted out the entrance and she helped us for the final, in terms of what to the look. And she comes to the hotel before I've gone in and I'm trying on all these garms. Then she gave me one garm, like it was like, like I'm a 2XL, but the shirt was a large. Okay. And I like, and she said, put this on, come out. And I'm like, I'm putting it on and I can't button the shirt. Like, the ch- I've got too much chest and back. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a, that's a, that's a rap lyric still. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I'm 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 there and I come out and I say oh, it it don't fit like I can't I can't buy it up. She stands there. She goes. Like, she look at me like she said, that's the look. Is it? Yeah. That's, it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That was it. I was like, I said, yeah, that's your entrance look. I was like, you sure? I said, you're trying to go in and make a statement. You're trying to be people to remember who you are. People start get talking about you. That's the look you want. Oh, okay. Like it suits like everything the shape all of that yeah. but like calm and every time anyone talks about it that's one of the first things they always bring up when yeah. you come down the stairs and i was like you're coming out open shirt you know but it, it, come on and, uh, you, you, you ca- couldn't you couldn't just just um ignore it nah it was and i think what made it up that whole entrance was when Catherine ryan bear in mind she's like eight months pregnant like she's about to pop yeah like she was ready to like I think two weeks after filming, she gave birth. Two, two, yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two and a half weeks. Like, she's she, she was a working pregnant woman. She was doing, and she was making the bag. Like, every time you saw her, she made one bag. 1K. Anytime she came on to, what, for the day, 1K guaranteed cash. Is it? Just, yeah. just for the appearance? Yeah. Every, every time she has to come into the house, she was making 1K. Wow. wow. But, and, um, so, and what, like I was saying, what, summed it all up and what made it like that whole thing was she was like oh my god Sophia my waters have just burst as I come down <laughs> with the, the shirt fl- bear in mind it's bare wind because it's we're by the coast yeah. so the shirt's fl- flaying back <laughs> like think Michael Jackson Earth Song you're taking absolute <laughs> mick <laughs> Michael Jackson Earth Song wind, wind fl- yeah 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 <laughs> so that's a lot yeah that was, that I was said really. whatever we don't have to <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was that was that really oh okay because nah, because I, I, I remember that that was that's quite um an, an iconic scene that that, that one there uh, uh, along with, with the, the door waiting but then also i remember the man that started bitching behind your back in it so they, they, they were saying that you was a mole you was an agent you was a rat nigga so obviously because like me and sophia got like comfortable but we never really on a relationship thing or anything like that or that chemistry t- like romantic chemistry things so she would just come to me and just ask my vibe i'd never what was what was mad about it was they thought i was going to her giving that information mm. rather the the reality was she'll come to me and ask for advice okay so she like confided in me yeah in in, in that sort of sense so that it became like raw like i never really i never went in there and said you know, this man's got a gap. Yeah. Never like it's not not really how. So like I'm there to do my thing, innit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 
I'm gonna go there, do my thing, and come out. Mm. But then she'll be like, okay, what about this person? What about this person? What about this man? Like, you know, I trust you. I know you're single. Like, like I need your advice. Yeah, yeah. And I always give like my honest opinion. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. So I think a lot of them, like, of course, like in that house, people, you get, you're feeling the pressure in it. Yeah. And like in in and especially apart from Casey, I think all that pressure came from the lads who were in relationships in the end. So it was a bit like point proven. Mm. But okay, cool. So you see, there w- there was a few different dynamics that I know within the show. Um, but but like, did you guys um, ever sort of have like a like a front runner like like, like someone like like the man that were like, he's gonna win, man. Yeah, like it was tough because especially in, after the second week, like it was clear like it was between these two guys. Mm. So it like the producers were getting frustrated because like they which, couldn't which which guys was it? Just just Drew and Casey, both were single. And it was it was tough because like you it was so clear that they are the favourites and she fancies those two guys in here. Like in terms of challenges and whatnot, like it was hard for the producers to get what they wanted. So it all came down to the second week where she had to get rid of one of them. Mm. Which was bare emotional for her, okay. because like obviously it affected like the show, and like she, she slightly started not playing the show properly because she just wanted to be with those two guys. Oh, was it? It, yeah. it got to that level. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay, wait. So, 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 um, after she 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 got rid of of one of them, uh, isn't that kind of like a like a home run then? Yeah, it was basically a home run for the brother. But like he, the guy that who had, who won drew. Like he kept having howlers. Yeah. That he kept drop he was dropping stinkers. <laughs> like like he won, but like he nearly lost. Oh really? That yeah, bad? Yeah, yeah. He was just like he won, but like when I spoke to her and um when I spoke to her after the final and I was like, oh, you know, well done, and she was like, she told me like you don't know how close I was to picking you for twenty five K. He was like, What do you mean? I was like I always knew you were single. It, it, like, in my head, it was like, am I taking the peas or am I trusting this guy and taking his peas as well? Yeah. So she said like, and he was dropping stinkers in terms of there was a few challenges where he was losing his head. He was making rash bets with people saying, I bet 20K you got a missus, all that stuff. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, like, like, like super overconfident. Over, just, just saying mad stuff. Mad stuff. Oh, okay. And he was dropping clangers and I was looking at him and I, I remember I had a word with him. I was like, Boy to boy, like, I know you're single. Yeah. Boy to boy, but if you're trying to win right now, mm. you're doing everything you can to lose. Mm. Like, if you keep going how you're going, you'll be going, you'll be going home soon, G. I told him. Yeah. How, how did he take that news? How, how did people take, actually, how did he take that news? But then also, how did people deal with confrontation in the house? Because I, I, I can imagine, like, because you're... It's it's like almost like you're living with siblings after yeah, a point well, in yeah, it. Like yeah, yeah. it's it's just family in it. Yeah, living with that, and yeah. and then like even though there's love between families, sometimes you guys can oh, yeah. you know what I mean. So like in terms of like me and him were like boys in there. So like two people I was really cool with. So I was cool with Hakeem and Drew and like like we're friends and like we still speak here and there now. So that was there were two people I was really really cool with in there. So when I told Drew, like, look, like, I, was, like, I told him that because I was looking out for him and you know what, like, if I don't win, if she leaves with someone that's single, it's not that deep. 
saying something. Yeah, then fair enough, and then like. So. That was calm, but when it was confrontation, like there was always like tension, tension, tension. There's always like, like it was bubbling mm. all the time. It was bubbling. Then I snapped, and I I lost my head. Like like I said at the start of this podcast, I can be quite hot headed. I can be really really emotional. Like for the majority of the time, people think I'm I'm chill. I'm a cool guy. But when I when I pop, when I go, I'm like no holds bars. And I remember like me and me. Rudy and Casey got into a heated argument, and basically it came on a who's on what thing. How, how, how did that one start? How did that one start? So obviously, it come from a challenge, and everyone was like, "So come from a challenge," and what happened was Rudy and Drew were going back and forth, but I was I stuck up for I stuck up for Drew and said like I was calling out Rudy basically and like. Everyone knows what you're doing here. You're just trying to fuck the thing up because you know that my man's single. Mm. Then he flips the script and was like, oh, like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, you're the biggest bitch in here. I was like, raw, who's on what? Oh, what? 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 Yeah, I was like, then I stood up and was like, raw, come on, who's on what now, in it? Like, <laughs> then his boy Casey tried to jump in the back it. Then I was like, like, like I'm like, I was ready to lay the smack down. I was say so. What would I do? What, were producers like what, were they filming? I, I, I like kind of ready to jump. Were they like, let, so like let, let's see so how this plays out? So like the producers, the producers were like in a separate building, so they could talk to us in, through the through a microphone into the house. Yeah. So that happened. So they were like trying to calm it down, but they kind of let it play out. Mm. And obviously, after the show, after that all went down, I had to go in and speak to them. And like they were like, "You can't just start be making threats." Da, 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 da. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, but did did you really say like who's on what? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what did you actually like, yeah. word for word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can't remember. what was I saying? Yeah, you came with, came with serious gunman energy. <laughs> like, I just like, said, "Yo, like, raise like, up the I, stick." No, nah, like, one thing I was I was saying like I'm like regardless like no one takes my dickhead on TV. I, I, I can't like if I'm back to get the wall I have to come up swinging because if I don't come up swinging like I, you could get moisture from it so yeah. when there are moments where if I don't like like show myself hey and say like fuck nah I'm not having this mm-hmm. sort of thing in terms of, like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna look good sort of thing yeah sort of so like, I just came and that's the thing like, that's when I just cracked because mm. like and that was basically the 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 story behind that, and like like I can't remember what I said to him. I know I offered 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 I offered the pair of them out. I was like, right, I'll take. I was like, I'll take both of you on right now for jokes. Sign like that. Smoke oh, live corn. Sign like, like I've got. To, I need to watch it back. I remember it was something like that. Like, I'll take both of you on right now. Yeah, he, he, he said like, tornado tag, fam. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> and he goes, the room felt bare silent after that. Then, then like the producer said, everyone sit down, calm down. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. The room like it's just one of them ones like fuck, like cool, like. And that, then like the the lines had kind of been drawn in terms of who everyone was cool with, and, yeah, like, and who everyone was fucking with, sort of thing. Oh, well, did, yeah. Did actually shape like quite quite a lot of of like the the dynamics going on forward. Yeah, like, in terms of who was cool with who. But also funny was like I met Rudy. I've met I've been everyone's chill together, and 
and me and blessed it like we were better, we were better cool and we were like we was like whatever like yeah that's it yeah met him and his missus and I was like oh we we're in the show and we were talking about it and you know his missus was, was they, they were obviously she was in a separate house watching it all on four and she yeah. was like she said like she was crying like she was like she couldn't she didn't know what to do because like like if if they like, broke out in a fight like there's nothing like you could do yeah because <laughs> yeah. it, it, it must be techie for for um i'm not sure if, if we explained it but but I'm, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it but um uh people who went in there was uh some people were single some people had partners um but the people who had um the partners were working alongside with yeah. With their um their significant other to try and um, derail the game, basically to try and get the fifty bags for themselves. Yeah. So it must be mad as well for uh, for them because like even though they can provide advice, ultimately what 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 happens or what transpires it's in the house it's on that, the that's exactly it's exactly yeah. So it was tough. Like I always like I I don't know how they did it. I'm a jealous type, like, you know, I've got a missus, like, I'm always feeling some type of way if I catch mm. one man looking, innit? <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, I, hear you, I hear you, man, I hear you. So, I don't know how they did it, like, in terms of, some of those partners, when you speak to them, we said, oh, okay, they're allowed to kiss, but, like, don't stay in the bed. Mm. Some were like, don't kiss at all categorically. Some were like, yeah, but small, pe-. like, everyone, every relationship had, like, their own degree of um, boundaries, boundaries, yeah, yeah, which you know it it is quite modern in terms of it's probably representative of what relationships have become now in terms yeah. of some relationships will be like nothing, no touching, no, 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 boom. Then others, you know, some people are on a complete opposite end and more extreme in an open relationship, yeah, and all that, all that other stuff. So it, it was kind of representative of how relationships have evolved now. People have different sort of tolerance and what what's play on what's not play on and yeah, no, yeah. no two relationships were the same yeah man oh my but relationships crazy but what's going on with you like what's how are you man what, me um i'm i'm all right i'm all right i'm just um i'm i'm busy i'm busy like proper proper busy just just with um a, a lot of things in in terms of um in terms of the podcast, this podcast, but also um, my other podcast I'm developing for the BBC. Uh, so uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I really spoke about it on this platform. You know, um, I, I've kind of alluded to it a little bit, but um, are you allowed to? Is it still? Are you still? No, in the I can. End? I can. Yeah, yeah, I can talk about it. Like the the tra- trailers, trailers up. It's been yeah. announced. It's been announced. You know what I'm saying? I work for the BBC, bitch. <laughs> 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 um, so so yeah so. Um, at the start of this year, um, I've been developing my podcast, Colouring in Britain, um, where I'm trying to um, retell the lives of influential British people of colour. And I'm trying, to, um, I'm trying to allow people to learn about some of the pivotal moments in which they've impacted British culture, art, life, yeah. um, through dramatisation and sound design. So I'm just trying to recreate some of those pivotal moments in their lives, really um so so yeah so it's it's been it's been very different it's very different to to like this because this is you you come down you have a couple topics in mind and you just sit and you talk about it yeah whereas with this it's um you have to do research you have to um come up with sort of like a format for for it because it's a documentary as well yeah. you need to be able to 
You need to do a lot of in-depth research, but then also to, to complement that, you gotta get archived, you gotta get interviews with people and stuff like that. Yeah, that's but work. then also you got drama as well, so that means you have to script up the drama pieces too. It means you have to get into the studio, have people record it. But then also because it's a narrative as well, you have a, have a narrative piece that goes from A to B. You have to script the narrative and insert all those different um, components into it, which sounds like just one singular piece. But it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> so this explains the absence of tea and waffles. Uh, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> but it, it's it's with it's with with good purpose, um, and hopefully, um, actually, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll, t- I'll tell you about that later. But but um, but yeah, I, I wanna I wanna do um, bigger and better things when it comes to tea and waffles, but also going a little bit further from that. Um, but hopefully you you'll be able to see some 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 things that I'm, that I'm cooking. Big up, yeah, in in, in the Big background. Up. But we uh, we got a whole whole bunch of things um in the pipeline. But speaking of things in the pipeline, I actually <laughs> wanted to divert a little bit to um to the t-shirt that you're wearing, which oh. says doubt Jeez, on it. Aye. Um, I, I, I've been seeing, seeing, seeing your, your, your thing all, all over the gram, man. Yeah. You alluded to the fact that you were going into business. You talk about Adobe and stuff like that. We were yeah. talking about, about Molly May. Because does she design her own shit? I don't know. I don't want to talk know, about it. Like, who, who am I to judge what you're doing? Who am I? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, so, so off, off that, or off the basis of that, um, I wanted to, to, to deep dive in, into Doubted. What is Doubted all about? Where did it come from? Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, how, of course. How have you, how, how's, yeah, what, what's the story what's behind the it? story? So, yeah, I'm just going into the the clothing scene, clothing brand, like, starting off with t-shirts, I think, it, it, for more than more than anything, it's just to get started, just to start, there's no, you can wait until, like, I want to save, like, 5k and do, it's just more a case of, just act now, just get it moving, and from there, you can just kind of maneuver your way and kind of just find your own lane and find out um, what works for you mm. and when I came up with the name Doubted it came from my experience from when I was released from the rugby club I played at Hardikrins when I was 19 so I was signed there professional contract and I got released four or five weeks into my knee injury You'd know the story if you listen to, to the TMO very course. first one, yes, the, the very, very, very first, first podcast. Yeah. So I got released, and from there it was that that feeling of being doubted. I was in like you know I'm in I'm in a meeting. I can, I, I, like like I said in the first podcast, the meeting didn't last long. It's probably about five six minutes tops, and they're telling me they're not going to resign me. They ain't seen enough. Couple they got doubts in terms of my ability and like my potential and how I think I can go and it's always been a feeling that has traveled that has traveled with me all of these years mm. it's probably one of my biggest motivating things in terms of everything I do I don't want to ever feel like how I felt when I was 19 and it's probably like when I made my YouTube channel and stuff talking about my rugby journey and documenting all of that stuff that's when like people ca- like kind of came in terms of they were part of that movement in terms of they were talking about their own issues and trying to crack on and make, play sports professionally and trying to get seen and get scouted and whatnot. Hence why that it came about. 
mm. and it's to represent those sort of individuals and I think it transgresses just that in terms of all walks of life you know if it could be your work life your personal life your mm. relationships whatnot I think doubt is a feeling that a lot of people have you know you know people telling you you're not good enough mm. and that is basically the the brand yeah to basically as, as the back as the back of my teacher says not for the naysayers not for the people that are that don't think you're good enough yeah so that's really it and um well it's april now coming up to end of april the plan is to release may payday so 27th of may okay is the target for the release will probably will be tight for the release day we're we're, we're, we're still on track yeah but like next two weeks we're gonna have to move hard and fast in terms of shoots and getting the website published and all that stuff but i'm really really excited you know and it's something that i hold close to my heart just because of what the brand means and the story and how i came up with this name is something that in it, yeah it means a lot to me yeah no that's sick that's sick so so wait so um with the release i, I know that you, you said that there, obviously there's, there's gonna be a lot of promo there's gonna be a lot of shoots and that sort of stuff what can people expect to see of the first drop of doubt so stylistically we're probably going with more of the oversized high quality loose fitting comfort comfort sort of thing mm. i think one a lot of things when it comes to a lot of things in terms of you go to like your boohoo's and whatnot i think probably my biggest issue is just like the quality side and whatnot so i, I wanted to first and foremost the quality needs to be up to yes yeah. up to scratch what's 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 that um that company that, that manufactures t-shirts and it's got like grapes on it it's not fruit of the loom never ever 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 that i want to say that loud and clear it's not fruit of the loom i've i've had these made cut soon you know hand stitched nigga like i had videos of um when i was getting a spec i've got videos of my phone workers sewing it up like yeah they swear you yeah, got like that yeah That's <laughs> cold, sewing it up i was like yeah i was there telling them now move the labels here like i was like like i want it to be exactly how i had it in my mind mm. sort of thing and yeah it's never been a fruit of the loom thing it's not a gildang thing yeah. like these things like it's 250 gsm like even the one i'm wearing like what's what's gsm so it's like grams per square inch so it's the amount of quality of cotton oh okay the amount of cotton that's the quality of the cotton so like like even the one i'm wearing now is 230 and i said no i don't even like it i want to bump up i'll pay the the premium yeah so i can get the the next tier up which is 250 so this isn't even this ain't even going to be released and people say no no this is nice i was like you think the quality is nice i I, I like it like it's it's like a young acid wash kind of yeah yeah yeah. if you think the quality is nice on this wait for the the proper thing so that that's that and in terms of what you can expect in terms of for this year i've probably finalized everything i'm going to release for 2022 yeah so july is going to be like it's going to be a very big month for the brand in terms of we've got two summer teas coming out mm. then we'll probably look to get ready for our autumn winter which is going to be our, our first full collection mm. tracksuit t-shirt hoodie mm. which is part of the uh, exodus collection so yeah yeah flipping cold so now um i, I know that you you kind of spoke about um 
about the name being doubted um, and that coming from your own experience um, and that sort of coming from, from, from the naysayers yeah, of like external factors. But what about internally? Like, have you ever felt like, 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 like um, you've experienced a lot of doubt like from, from yourself? Of course. I think especially now in terms of I'm trying to finalise where I'm trying to play my rugby, like you, when things aren't going your way and you like contracts aren't coming as quick as you would like them to come, yeah, that's when you really start questioning how hard, it, like how hard it is, and I'm questioning if is this even right for me? Mm. Is playing rugby even what God has put me on this earth for? And like, like I've I've had a lot of sleepless nights. My missus will tell me like I've been there'll be nights where I'm waking up in the middle of the night. And I'm like, I can't sleep because I'm anxious because of all of these thoughts and feelings because I'm doubting myself and all of these things. So it like it, it, is, it is natural to question yourself and question your own ability in regards to what you're doing, not even on a sports thing, but even in, you know, finishing your degree and like getting a job. Getting a job now is probably one of the hardest it's things man. anything <coughs> can, can do. Like forget about doing entrepreneurship, running a business, like getting a job, even if it's just a night, just a normal nine to five corporate job, it is so hard. And people are really questioning: is is this thing even worth it? You're coming out of uni, you know. I've been fortunate to be in a position where I've got a scholarship where my fees have been paid for. People are coming out of uni, three year courses, seventy five k debt. Yeah, they ain't got they ain't got a penny to their name. Seventy five government SFE, got my SFE tax come through. Yeah, <laughs> come through yesterday, but people you don't I miss those texts, man. Um, people going into logging into their student finance account, government they're telling them, yeah, yours seventy six thousand four hundred and eighty two pounds eighteen pence on the tier two repayment thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like seventy six bags. They ain't got. They ain't gone a day. They haven't been to work a day in their life yet. Yeah, and and that's only ever gonna go up as well. Yeah, because like, of interest. You'll ne- yeah. you will never pay that off. Yeah, you will never pay that sort of piece off. Oh, unless you get slapped with a super, super racked up job. Super racked up, up mm. job. But but, but that's few and far between. Exactly. That's few and far between. Like, so I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. Like, when people talk about that that kind of debt, like. I, I'm, I'm not too sure if, if the right word is, is to say don't worry about it, but 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 like you you can't move around it. Yeah, yeah, like 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 we're not America because if you come, their student you have to pay back. That that stops you from getting jobs. Yeah, their student student debt stops people. Some employers won't employ people with like their. I'm seeing. I remember the American system is nuts. I remember they have to pay for absolutely everything. Honestly, and in lockdown, um. I was watching this guy. He does a lot of like financial self help. He has a people. He has a phone in, and he talks about how you can like retire at sixty with a million pound in your pen. He like he's he's quite he's quite honest. He keeps it. Yeah. You know, he gives people advice they don't want to hear. Mm. And one person called him in America, and he's saying that he he went medical school and whatnot. He dropped out, done it again, failed and whatnot. And he has he had in the end he didn't qualify to become a doctor. Because yeah. obviously, like, if he made it, he would have been on stupid peas. Like, mm-hmm. he would have been on, like, 250k starting if he got qualified as a doctor. Yeah. Because it's America. Anyway, he failed his all his medical exams, took done doctor school twice. He said his student debt was a million dollars. 
he was in a million dollars worth of student debt and he said that it's crippling him like the repayments he was like his repayments were like six six bills a month he had to pay every month six bills someone has to wipe that off that that doesn't make no sense he one man owned a million pounds worth like he was like he said this is the most debt anyone's ever come to him he's like i don't know how to help you yeah man said on the phone i don't know how to help you yeah he was like, have you considered going over? He said, have you considered going overseas? <laughs> what to hide out? Just like, so they can't come from the peas, in it? That's I, I, I don't, I don't even because, like, you you didn't get anything from it, so you can't even begin to even think about how you can make that money disappear. And yeah, like because in the end, obviously, if you became a doctor and whatnot, he said like it should have been around six hundred k. That's what the average. But when you start at quarter of a million salary, yeah, and, and it goes up, you like you, you, you can run you can run that down pretty. Qu- he said he, people run that down pretty quickly. And I was Even just a mill in debt, like it, it regardless one M of, of, of the job. job. I was like one M. I, my jaw hit the floor, and I was like, this student debt thing is is crippling, man. It can be real, really crippling. This is why people turn into the people aren't going to uni and doing like entrepreneur entrepreneurial yeah you have to edit that one quick yeah 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 rhino 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 <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneurial and over nine to five they're saying oh bon, going uni let me just start my own thing after school at 16 and bun it yeah. and like you you know and there's i think there's a lot of especially on social media there's a people saying do that over at nine to five and all these mm. financial and like people need to understand I'm definitely in the absolute infancy of running a business. So this is not even me who's, who who flips figures every day and has to sell every day. Yeah. Like that stuff, if you want to go into a business, all of that falls on your head. Yeah. All the responsibility stops at your feet in terms of if you don't want to put the work in, your business won't move. How have you been finding that actually? Like with... with I'm not sure. Is is it a, a, is it just you or or ha, have you? Yeah, it's got, just got, me. got a few people. So like, it's just me in terms of, like, one thing I've said about the business is I wanted to do as much as I can in house, but like, I have to understand my limitations. Like for example, I can't cut do cut and sew, yeah. but I can use Adobe so I can like make the shapes I want to make. Then I can outsource that and they can actually make the physical product. So. In, I understand that bit, but in terms of, I've had to understand like marketing. Like I'm, I've been into photography and I'm getting back into learning photography because I want to be able to like take photos for the shoots, um, like the business, uh, um, the website for the business. I'm building that from scratch. Um, in terms of obviously, I've been using some like website t- templates like Wix, but I've learned small code. Just a small, tad, tiniest bit of coding. Yeah, just C++. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> just a quick JavaScript and that. Yeah, HTML. Yeah, yeah. I come over for that. HTML. Yeah, no, just a you. small thing, just so I can, yeah, just because I want, because I wanted one specific thing in the website, so I yeah. had to learn the code for that. Yeah. Sort of thing. But and, but you see that 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 ability, like like that ability that you want to learn, like when when like there is something for you to do, you'll seek out the tools for you to be able to to do it and execute it in the way in which you envision like that is an essential skill yeah because uh, like like that that like natural like that not not natural ability that hunger basically to to go out and go find it is something that, that's going to like carry on with you because you're always going to be in a stage 
where you're going to need to get to the next stage. Yeah, yeah, of And course. hunger's going to drive you to yeah, get to that course. next stage. And this was the, the, the beautiful thing about the internet and YouTube and social media is such a powerful thing to get things done. I remember I wanted, like, on the website, I wanted, like, a scrolling bit of text to say, like, free delivery over £50. Pounds. We get on some website where it, like, scrolls across the screen. So I YouTube how to code that and what's the HTML thing. Yeah. What's the code? Da-da-da. Drums, boom. I was like, right, and the website just does it. I was like, click preview. I was like, damn, like, that looks cool. Yeah. And stuff like that. And, you know, it's because I'm hungry to, to do it. Like, in terms of, like, the photography, in terms of stuff, I'm getting back into, like, my fashion bag in terms of learning how to take lookbooks and piece them together, uh, items and, like, trends and whatnot. It's, like, because I want to do as much as I can myself. So when I look at the finished product, if it's a website, Instagram, the actual product itself, I can say at every stage of it, you know, I did something, like, you know, you've seen some of the designs for like the Exodus collections. And mm, I told you like, cold. I did those myself with Photoshop and Illustrator because I wanted to do it myself. Yeah. You could outsource it. You could pay a man 30 pounds. Cool, you amend it. Do, 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 right, cool, you got the file. But like, that's not. I, I, I sent you that, that voice note after I saw it. I was bamboozled that, that you did it, bro. Because yeah. I, 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 I didn't know that like, number one, I, I didn't know that you did all the design for it. Cause, 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 like you see a lot of very sort of um, you, you you see a lot of like Instagram brands, a lot of emerging upcoming fashion brands, and you you see like sort of very very generic things. Um, but for me, I could tell that there was effort that went into there. Like it it was unique. But then also to hear that you had done it yourself. Yeah. Like that 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 as well. Like like it's it, it was it was a surprise because because like. It would be so much easier for you to just hand it over to someone else and just Pay say, "This is what I want um, to, to to come up with. A couple ideas. Can you make it happen for me?" Yeah, uh, send them some images I want in some of the some sort of like inspiration. Leave them to it. Yeah, like get, a mood board or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll get back to me in like five days. Here you go. Yeah. Boom. I can you change that. Can you change that? Boom. They, yeah. And I'll be like, "Yeah, thanks very much." And see you next time sort yeah. of thing but it will never be exactly what you envision because, no, because there's going to be someone else's interpretation yeah. of it of course yeah. and like I, I came away from that then I, I mocked it up I was like damn like this is cold mm. then like, I sent around like what do you think this is like I designed it and like people people were like you designed this I was like yeah I, did, I designed it mm. and you know it was like like you said it was like I want it to be me that's done it as much as I can like, of course, you got to outsource some things, but, like, some things, like, hopefully when the business is big enough, like, the marketing side and all that, I'll, I'll outsource that. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, marketing is, like, a whole new world to me, and I'm actually learning about how to get your stuff seen and ads and Instagram ads and Facebook ads and stuff like that, and I'm probably not doing it correctly. So, hopefully, I'll probably, like, outsource that to, like, a, an agency, an individual, because they probably just understand it, because people have marketing degrees expertise yeah, yeah. expertise yeah. Mm. so it's, I, like, I have to understand where my limitations are yeah but for as long as i can in-house and, and uh, i just want to i, I want to end, end on that point but i think um i agree with you in terms of outsourcing things like if if you can find a way for you to be able to lighten the load for you to be able to focus on what is really really important in terms of 
for you in terms of creating the that's brand what I care and, about, and yeah. the content and everything like that, I think that's that's something you should definitely do. I I, I definitely know because I've I, I've been creating this this podcast and sort of different podcasts for for, for a little while now, and it can be difficult. It, it it can be difficult to to manage all the different moving parts, um, but manage it in a way in which is manageable and consistent for you as well. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like consistency is is king. Keep, is that's key. the like that's the overarching message of anything. I think anyone who wants to start a business or wants to move into self-employment, mm. forget being a business, wants to work for themselves, mm. it's the consistency that's going to get you where you want to go. You look at clothing brands or anything like that. I think one of the biggest things, when I said I'm making doubt, the first thing is that, oh, but the market is so saturated. Yeah. And like, saturation is a good thing and a bad thing. Saturation shows that that means there are just that many buyers that there's just so many people because it's because it's, it's so such it means that there's, there's so many people that want to buy and that they're looking for stuff mm. so it's, that's a good thing it's also a bad thing because there's lots of competitors but a, a lot of the brands or competitors or whatnot in any anything now will just fall off because they lack consistency mm. and now with social media there isn't anything now that isn't saturated podcasting everyone's doing podcasts Every other day, someone's sharing a new podcast. Uh, photography, videography, fashion, content creation, marketing, self-help, food, becoming a foodie. That Everything everything is saturated because of sa- social media because we can see everything. Yeah. The difference between the the startups, the, the, sh- the shit ones, the good ones, the great ones, and like the ones at the top who are the leaders is probably... It's just consistency. Yeah. Because you look at it. Oh, actually, do you, do you think it's just consistency? Because uh, for me, sometimes, like, we, you, you mentioned podcasts. I agree with you 100%. But I think there's a difference between, like you said, the shit ones, the good ones, the great ones, and the ones at the top of, of, of the food chain. I think there's a difference in quality as well. And I, find, uh, and I think sometimes, even if the quantity isn't there, Quality is something you can build on, but finding your position, like within the market, yeah, that as it's well, it's it, it's exactly, that's yeah. important too. And like, I but, think but consistency too. Yeah, I, I agree. and I think the consistency builds the quality because the more you do it, the better you get. Hundred, hundred. Therefore, you de- like you look at, I look at, like I'm like into like more. I'm doing like more of the streetwear thing. And I look at the top, the, the top, some of the top brands right now that represent that. Uh, like every man and their dog. Whereas I own some, everyone owns something from Represent now because mm. they're, they're the market leader in terms of streetwear, luxury streetwear in the UK. I don't and think I agree with you. Oh, right. Yeah. No, I, I've, I've never even heard of them. No, them. Seen that? no oh. never. They, but sorry, carry on, sorry. My bad, my bad. Or like, or like a Palm Angels or anything like that. Like they've got to where they got to because it, they, they worked out where they are because they tried different things. They worked out, okay, that didn't work, that worked. Then they built on that. Then they just, okay, cool. Then you then from there you build your identity and then you can just grow from there. So like consistency and quality I think go hand in hand because the way you consistent you get your quality because you're improving because you're not just giving people bad products or bad content because yeah. you just get better and better and better and better and you look back a year a two maybe three years down the line you like you sit and think oh, your your podcast gets fifteen thousand listeners an episode twenty thousand episode or you know, when you 
release you release a collection is selling out within the first week you be like because you just you're consistent you got to a point where you can you drop you're consistent and you're doing good you're giving people good product or good service consistently mm. no i agree i agree 100 percent, and, and i think that's that's what people latch on to like whether it be say for example if you're a podcaster and you're releasing weekly people know what they're coming for and they they come every friday every saturday every thursday and they know that you're going to get some great quality audio at the same time it's they they get it every 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 week or if if it's if it's um people who are buying clothing as well like they're they're buying good quality clothes they they, they know that the, the quality's dead there but then also they they, they know that there's going to be great ideas that, that are going to be generated out, out out of this out of this this company out of this brand um, and that's, that's that's what they come for pe- pe- people are are habitual in it yeah. like they 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 like they like to go to what feels comfortable what is like w- once what you're in once you if you like it you'll never not like that's it exactly like exactly i bought i had my i got my first beamer like two years ago Mm-mm, flex on it nah and because it served me so good i just know i'm never going to get another car after that yeah because people are habitual because the first one was good great quality no issues from there that that's my that's brand loyalty yeah, yeah, yeah just like that yeah because the first the first one was good mm. and that's what i think if i get like with clothing or a podcast or whatever if that first couple are just good people mm. just that's that's when you build repeat customers amen or repeat listeners now um for people who are gonna build up their their habitual alliance to you gonna 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 um stay with you they first need to find you so where can people find you right so when this goes out when it's probably going out next week yeah probably next week yeah, yeah next week so if you want to find me it is doubted clo so doubted clo on instagram facebook website is launching in a fortnight and yeah it, it get with the movement it's like i said it's a brand that's very close to heart given everything i've explained and it's just yeah it's not gonna be here today and gone for tomorrow we're gonna hopefully be here for a long time and five ten years from now i'm back with tier waffles 100k listeners on spotify and uh yeah that's really about it but yeah lock in and like i said it's not for the naysayers so yeah, make sure you follow up and uh, drops will be coming thick and fast real soon. Amen, amen. I listen, people, please lock in. You know, John is part of the Team Waffles family, so show some love, show some support. Make sure you follow that, that Instagram and check out his stuff. If you think it's great, please buy in, give it a go. Like he said, <laughs> it's got that 250 GSM <laughs> on it. Heavyweight tea, baby. <laughs> heavyweight. Coming like Undertaker. Just yeah. the, oh, on the heavyweight team, we've got Fury and Dylan White tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Quick, tonight? Yeah, tonight. Who's winning? Quick one. Speaking of heavyweights. Um, you, uh, you know what? I've, I've seen... Uh, I'm, I'm not like a like a boxer, boxer fan. I, I only watch the... The big fights. The big fights. Yeah, the, the big fights. Yeah, big fights. Yeah, but I've seen Dylan White get get pumped too many times yeah. and, I, and i've seen tyson fury in, in that ring and i know that no one wants problems with him so yeah. for me it's it's, it's, it's a fury it's, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fury yeah, thing tonight so cut and dry man cut and dry but i wish dylan white were the best yeah it's a brother uh, isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna say we're anti-black <laughs>
<laughs> but you, you know what? One thing which I really respect about Dillian White, yeah, you know he he gets snuffed, but he just gets back up again, yeah. and he just keeps chugging on. Like yeah, he, his record looks like it's been dragged through the mud. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, of course. But like, you gotta respect him, man. You gotta right, respect him. He's done him. his thing, though. Yeah. He's yeah. done his thing. He's not a dickhead. No, no he's nah, not a dickhead. Nah, he's he's in, in in the boxing. He's not gonna go down like a legend, legend. But his career, is, his CV is calm. Like respectable. He's, he's a very respectable boxer. But yeah, Fury is a different beast. But uh, yeah, but we digress. But make sure you follow Doubted on Instagram. Doubted Clo, <laughs> not for the naysayers. So yeah, just yeah, just lock him and like just if you see, if you believe in the brand's identity, the vision, buy buy in drop coming may 27th friday may 27th so uh yeah buy in and uh yeah help a young black business out yeah definitely um so yeah so that that is the end of the episode uh thank you guys for listening to uh, another episode of tm waffles and hopefully you guys looking for another one <laughs>